The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, January 7th, 2022, Season 17, Episode number 93. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick, get us started with a 92 and a 93 because Dave wouldn't let us get to 92 yesterday. Uh, 92? I mean, Tony Tolbert has always been one of my favorite guys. I yeah. like him a lot, so I can't think of a whole lot of others there. 93. Um, 93, my you God. know, I have a good answer. I almost have an answer. There we go. You. There I we go. I almost have an answer. There we go. Quite get the answer. I was so I hopeful you would have that Almost thing. got it. Anthony Spencer. There we go. Which, for his first four years of his career, he was almost Anthony. Yeah. Almost made a play. Almost. And then he did. They started making plays. He was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And he was almost there. So you couldn't just kill him. Like, you were like, I see it. I see he's, he's good. He can get there almost. almost. Never quite there. And then he started kind of figuring it out. Shout out my favorite 92, Jeremy Mincy. Yeah. Great, great guy. Yeah, Jeremy was a guy. He would have been perfect for a team like this. Like he w- because because he was a very solid productive third pass rusher. Mm. He like I mean if he's if he's Terrell Basham. Armstrong. Okay. Yeah. Terrell Basham. Terrell Basham. Yeah. Uh and great personality, great leadership qualities in the locker room. It just so happened that he was the best pass rusher on a couple of those teams, and that's where you get in trouble. Yeah. If he could have been on a team like this where he's the third guy off the bench, awesome. He had a pretty – wasn't he with Jacksonville before here and yeah. had a pretty good he, career? He had a nice NFL career. Yeah. Not, never spectacular. Vested veteran kind yeah. of thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of. Awesome. All right. We're gonna, uh, we are gonna. got a lot of things we're going to do today. We're going to do some storylines as we do every Friday. Things that we think will be the storylines of this game coming up on su- on Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday night. Uh, then we're gonna have a little game. What? Was Pepe Zellner 93? Yes, he was. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he was. I like Pepe Zellner. I just like the name Pepe. Pepe, Pepe Zellner was 93. Good, perfect. Um, then we're gonna have in the second segment. We're gonna have a little game of see or no. We haven't done that in so long. And uh, Amber's got some great questions for us, and we'll have some fun with that. And then in the final segment, we do have some fan questions. If you guys want to call us in the third segment, we haven't heard from you guys in a while, so call us, 888-855-2297, and we'll try to get some uh, questions and talk to you guys about how you're feeling about this team heading into the final week of the regular season and then into the playoffs. Let's start first with storylines. And we don't usually play this game in most weeks since covid but I think in this week, it actually makes some sense. Who's going to play and who's going to sit? Like, I think that's a, that is the storyline of this game for me. That's a wonderful question. And, I mean, so, well, I mean, right off the jump, we just know Micah Parsons, Tyron Smith, and Anthony Brown aren't going to play. Uh, I, Mike's not talking today. It's a travel day. So mm-hmm. if there's an addition to the COVID list, it'll come out with the waiver wire probably. So hold on to your seats for that we'll see we'll see if they have to make any changes Diggs and uh, donovan wilson are the two that could go there i mean that's just what explain what's what's because, going on with them. because they were put on the injury report as illnesses mm-hmm. and they didn't practice and mike mccarthy made it clear yesterday that there was a lot of guys he said that were that were sick and uh they haven't tested positive mm-hmm. yet 
I don't know if he said yet. Yeah. I don't think he said yet. He I'm not said sure about that. He haven't tested positive. Um, but there was a case, that, there was a situation, and I know everything's different. There was a situation uh, last week, same exact thing, illness on one day, next day, COVID. We'll see. I mean, I hope not. We'll, we'll see. It's in, it's. It's not usually COVID in these situations, but I swear these things follow a similar script where, like, Monday it's play to win, play to win, play to win, and by Friday it's like, well, if all these guys are out, maybe not. Yeah. And I just I, – I don't know this for sure, but I just don't think that you're going to see a traditional starters play every snap sort of game. I think they're going to have a plan for this. I think the important guys will be sitting by the end of the game. If they are if they don't sit for the whole thing, obviously some of them will. Yeah, there's some significant players for the Eagles that are out as well. Jason Kelsey, their center is out. Their uh, running back, Miles Sanders, is out. So I think there are, as you said, Dave, Like I think as the week goes on, both teams start the week, we're playing. And as the week wears on, you start seeing guys kind of not playing. You kind of start, you start to do the math. Coach, you're like, yeah. do I want to put this guy out if this guy isn't in there? And that's where, you know, we'll see what happens by tomorrow night. All I can think about is just the kid that is 12 years old and he got two tickets yeah. to this game for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, That's all I, I always think about. And I think that in the, the league is trying its best. That's why. Why do they move the game from Saturday Sunday to Saturday and flexing and all that? They're trying the best that they can. So people that have they spend good money for these tickets and they don't want to turn it into a preseason game. Yeah. And that's unfortunately that's what happens sometimes and I think that they're doing their best but you know those same fans would be upset when when they're like don't treat it that way and a guy gets hurt and, and it right. doesn't matter. I I do I feel I mean the weather's going to suck on Saturday night. Yeah. I feel for anybody that's going to sit in this and if if it's if it's what I think it's going to be and not all that serious of a game, I that sucks for you. But it also Mario? No, that was Beam. I just oh, okay. don't. I didn't understand the significance of it, though. I have to sit in it. Oh, oh there we. Yeah, good it's point. personal for him. Yeah, sorry, Chris. <laughs> get to sorry, it's personal. But get to get. Yeah, don't have there to get to get to. Uh, get two jobs. Easy for those of us who sit in the press box to say. <laughs> um, just go back to last year and just remember in Philadelphia, Ben DiNucci was driving the ball down the field to try to win the game and. You know, that was what we saw last year. Like, sidearm, slinging it, got about nine points. I think it should be better than that. I think most people would gladly trade. Like, you've got a funny story of like, yeah, got these tickets to this game. It was miserable, and it's kind of a funny story as opposed to somebody tore their ACL a week before the playoffs. I I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it'll be interesting, but uh, I think this game, we'll see what it looks like by tomorrow night, but there certainly could be more names that pop up on lists. Uh, today for both the Cowboys and for the Eagles that could affect the outcome of that game. You lucky you got something to say, Amber? No. Okay. No, I'm just like going back and forth because it's a, it's a it's a tough decision because you I'm thinking in my head as I was looking at you, I'm like mm-hmm. thinking in my head, okay, where is the cutoff point of people that you sit out mm-hmm. and even guys that because um, you're going to have guys that are starters and are going to have to play regardless, and then you're going to have to keep – but then what if something happens to those guys in the game? So it's just like, okay, again, once you start taking started, starters out, the level changes, but you want to make sure you keep those guys safe as well. So it's just a, a, a weird combination. I'm interested to see exactly what they do. And, I mean, we see it in preseason games and all that, but also you have more guys at that point. And – 
I don't know. I was just that's what I that was what's going through my mind. I'm like, okay, what's the cutoff here? Who was my last? No, guy? it's a good point. And to be clear, and Mike McCarthy said this himself. I mean, there's only so much you can do in the regular season. Like a lot of guys are going to have to play. Like it's not the preseason where you can sit every starter and still have 70 guys available. That you got 48. And do the math on how many are left over once you start pulling people. So. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of these guys will still get some run just because they have to, mathematically. So, if I'm trying to think, how do they get to the three? What's the easiest way they get to the three? There's well, only yeah. sorry, but there's there's only two ways to move up at all, right? I, yeah. So losses, Cardinals have to lose because they have a tiebreaker with you, and the Rams, Rams also. Those two would have to lose to move up to the two, uh, to the to three. three. Yep. And then throw in Tampa would have to lose to climb up to the two. Yep. Tampa's playing Carolina. Uh, Cardinals are playing um, Seattle. Seattle. And then you've got the Rams playing Rams 49ers. 49ers. And uh, by the way, I think didn't the 49ers beat the Rams earlier this year? That's the one that, yes, that is the game so. where you think it's, it's very possible that no, that it's, turns out that way. I mean, I'll, the other two eh, yeah. be upsets, right? Those would be surprising, particularly. I mean, is Pete Carroll coming back. I'm sorry. Is Pete Carroll coming back next year? That's the assumption. I mean, they're, I, they got a lot of stuff. The bigger to question out. is: is the quarterback coming back? I mean, that's where everybody's talking. Is is, and, Russ, and, is, is Russ the Wilson game in Seattle? In? I don't know. No, they got home games. I think both of those two teams yeah. have the 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 favorites are at home. I believe so. That sounds right to me. Yeah, that's okay. correct. I was just thinking maybe if this was the last game, Seattle. You know. I don't know. Seattle's sneaky like that. Sometimes when they're not playing for anything, they they're actually can be pretty oh, good. The NFC West is a yeah madhouse. I mean, I no result in that division would and surprise Tampa's me. Tampa's trying to lose games here. I mean, Tampa's been. I mean, they they've been throwing it out there to try to get. <laughs> He's got a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot going they can on. They lose in Tampa. to Carolina. <laughs> that <laughs> Carolina team is so awful, though. Like, I mean, they're bad. Like Jets bad. Did you yeah, say the Tampa yeah. team or Carolina? I said Carolina. Oh, oh I thought you said Tampa. Okay. They're, I mean, I I. Matt Rule might be coaching his last game, which is wild. Really? To think. Yeah, yeah. They are they are an S show. But I mean, they, ha- they you got to admit, like they they re- their best player has missed the significant sure. part of the season. I don't know They're, how much uh, you kill him for that. Uh, the way that they've handled their quarterback situation is a joke. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's but that's I don't but care. that's that's that and and bring it back to the Cowboys. That's why when people talk about Dak and they're like, man, he's not Rodgers. Get rid of him. Get somebody else. I'm like, no, nah, that's not how this works. You, in the NFL, like, there's only going to be one or two teams that have that caliber of quarterback. If you've got a quarterback that's capable enough that with the right pieces around them yeah. can get you to the promised land, then you, you take that and you keep that and you work with that and you try to see what you can build around them because you, what you don't want to be is that team like Carolina that has no shot because they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, you know, and, and also don't forget the co- uh, coaches, like their record is tied to them, you know. So they they don't like just going out and losing games because no one's gonna say, well, you know, what's McCarthy's record in three years? It's like, well, well, it's really this because remember that last game? No one says yeah. that. And so it all matters here. You know, he got a six and ten to start this thing out last year. So he's, I mean, they're gonna they're definitely gonna try to win. Just that at what cost? I think. I and think, I think that they're going to play. Most of the guys will play most of the game. Philly's part of this equation too. I mean, Philly's I, Philly's less interested in winning this thing than the Cowboys are, in my opinion. Which makes sense. They they have less to play for. Like neither team has a ton to play for, but Philly's like, okay, so this is the difference between going on the road to a team we don't know versus going on the road to a team like, okay, whatever, Tampa or L.A. Who cares? I mean, whatever. 
Yeah. You know what's interesting? I just noticed this when I was looking doing the prep on the show. Um, if Philly wins this game, they will end the season one game behind the Cowboys, mm-hmm. which is remarkable to say based on how both teams started. The fact that they would have roared back and the Cowboys had their struggles in the middle of the season to where they're at a point where they are one game apart, I think that would be a big – that would make Philadelphia feel really good about where they are this season. And probably for the Cowboys, doesn't feel great when you're one game ahead of a team that you probably had a – I don't know what the biggest lead they had at any point this season. But they were running away with this division at the midway point, And to win by one game, would I think, would feel a little – Anticlimactic. I doubt it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's what makes me wonder. Even though, like Dave says, this is not—they're not. Neither are playing for much. But then, and I know we talk about it on here a lot too. Is uh, players, you know, the competitive side of things and like rival. I can't say rivalry. That rivalry. Yes, that. But that—it uh, makes me wonder. I mean. Yes, we can comment on it. Oh, this is not important, whatever. But when you are on that side of the building, how like competitive are they? You know, I can be playing a video game and I will beat you up and do anything I can, even if it means nothing. Like I'm not winning anything through a video game, but you're competitive. So it makes me wonder like how much that really comes into play with them while they're planning to face them this weekend. So I don't know. I, I think that that has something to do with it, too. I, I don't think they just go in oh. here thinking, oh, well, it's just a game that we just need to get through, basically. And, and the, they'll feed off their fans, and their fans will certainly want to beat Dallas more. It doesn't matter yeah. what kind of game it is. They're always going to want to do that. So um, I, I wonder what the line has done. I, I haven't looked at the, the line. Vegas is pretty good at that. It was seven, seven and a half at one point. I I'll tell you. I bet it's not you. anymore because Micah Parsons being out. Tyron Smith is now out. Oh, what the hell, ESPN? They usually have the line on the scoreboard, mm-hmm. and they don't today. Sorry. I think. How do they come up with that number? Oh, God. It's fascinating. Uh, it's, it's, uh, we got 45 minutes show. I don't think we can. I, I, mean, <laughs> I really don't think no. we can answer that question. It's Cowboys, it's Cowboys by five right now. Okay. So it's gone down so a couple down, points. Yeah. Which, which is makes sense. I mean, hey, yeah, to answer know. your question, a whole bunch of smart people with a whole bunch of money just break it down. It Who know how they made that money, oh so they're using the history of how they made that money to make more money. So, it's, yeah, well beyond my grasp. It's so amazing. Say that. I don't know if y'all like it. I mean, I, I always watch with, um, Bad Beats. Oh, my. Know. It's my favorite part of the week. Ma- favorite part, Bad Beats and and. Basically, you probably have no idea what that is, but it's basically a bad beat is just when you bet something and you've got like, you know, you, you're saying that they're going to win by six points in basketball and they're up by like, you know, they're up by like seven or whatever. They're up by five and they've got it. They've got it done. And all of a sudden somebody hits a 60 foot shot to win and you lose. <laughs> when think, something, something incredible happens to screw your bet at the last second, mm. basically. Uh, yeah. Probably a better way to say <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot more simple. More succinct. Yeah. Good job. More simple and to the point. <laughs> Bad beats. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Cowboys had one this year. I forgot. I, I, it was on there. I don't, I don't remember what. I don't remember. But then they also manufacture those two sometimes. When they don't have a good one, they're like, the first half money line. Yeah, when like, when SVP pulls out the like, well, the first half over was this. I'm like, yeah, okay, Saint I don't Bonaventure's care. taking on Pepperdine. And I don't the care like, about who's that. betting on that? But somebody, somebody, somebody is. The all-time one that, sorry, the, 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 this is just burned into my brain. I think it was the 04 Final Four. UConn had Emeka Okafor. And they played Duke with uh, Duhan. He was still there. Mm-hmm. And 
I think the line was like two or three, and UConn hit some free throws to secure a four-point margin with like a second left. And I think it was Duhan just hit it from like the logo, and they lost by one at the buzzer. Like you can't win. He just shot it because that's what somebody's you do. losing their mind. And uh, I mean, the swung the whole line based yeah. on a oh. BS half court shot. Somebody's losing their mind. A couple mind. years ago, the, I, f- I forgot which team it was. I feel it was like it was like the Chiefs and Washington or somebody was up, and the underdog was was like getting eight points, and they were winning the whole game. Their whole game they were winning, and at the last second, I think it was the Chiefs went down and kicked a field goal to to go up by like three, to to, to you know to tie the un, untie the game with two seconds to go. They're going to win it, and then the next play on the kickoff, they're just hitch and pitch and throwing it around, and then the ball goes into the end zone and they recover it and end up winning by nine. <laughs> that is a bad beat. When you when you think I got this whole game, yeah. maybe they win, maybe they don't, but I got eight points, yeah. and then you lose by nine. Oh, that, that yeah, that's that sucks. That's when that Vegas. Sucks real bad. Those casinos are nice for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we got some CNO. Amber's gonna set that up for us. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. At AT and T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbalanced bending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him, it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys. You can get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pregame, postgame shows, updates, and more. Download in the app or Google Play stores. Second segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Amber, it is your turn. What do you have for us? Okay, before we start the game, there's a question that I've received a lot, and I wanted to get to it Doesn't have anything to do with horoscopes, does it? No. Okay, good. (laughs) Okay. We'll leave that for later. But (laughs) I've received this question a lot, and it's basically what's been happening with Amari Cooper and Kellen Moore 
Amari Cooper maybe voicing out that he's not getting the ball enough and then fans seeing that at games too. Is there an issue there with what he's been doing versus like what Kellen Moore has in plan for the offense? Or what is your takeaway from what's been going on with him in the offense and Kellen Moore's uh, plan? Uh, I think my take on that is it's it's just it's the downside of and I think this is Kellen and Dak. It's the downside of that. Um, you know, we go with what they give us attitude. And that it can be a good thing. Like It can be a very good thing. When it's humming and everything's working, you do what they give you, and it usually winds up working out where everybody gets their numbers. But sometimes that is doesn't work, and it can work against you where you're not actively trying to feed your playmakers the ball. And, and I think that is the downside of, like, sometimes I think you do have to force the issue, and I think... Maybe that's an issue for Kellen, and maybe to some degree for Dak. And with with that, another thing, that, another layer, and you guys can answer to it. You know how we've talked about the dynamic being so good on the offense and everybody getting along basically and mm-hmm. clicking and all that. With those comments coming out from Amari Cooper, I've seen, I've received comments and questions like, is there some kind of friction starting to happen there where now it's not as smooth as it used to be, and maybe there's some locker room problems going on now. I, I don't think so. I, and I, I, I think that Amari Cooper answered that question um, in the best way that, that he can. You know, from um, you ask a, a star wide receiver if they want the ball more, if, if, if there's not going to be many that, that say that they don't. And um, Michael Gallup's the only one that I've ever heard that kind of hinted at that. I know Michael wants the ball, but I mean, he kind of hinted at it that one, that one day that we, we talk about. But um, I don't think there's friction at all. And I don't know if you guys heard. Did you hear what Amari said yesterday on the fan? He was asked on by Broadus, actually. Broadus asked him the question. Mm-hmm. He, he said, um, Amari, are we giving you guys too much crap all about this offense? I mean, I mean, are you guys, is this something that we should be worried about? Or is it, is it are you all worried about it? Is it too much? I mean, why, why are we keep talking about the offense? And, you know, Mari's like going 80 miles down the highway or whatever. You can, it's hard to hear him, and he's quiet anyways. But he said something to the effect of when you are in sports, when you have shown the ability that you can be great, fans expect that all the time. That's the level that they put you at. And if you don't reach that all the time, then they are going to be that way. And, and, and we put it on ourselves. We've shown it. And we demonstrated ability, and we're not there all the time. And when you're not there all the time, you're going to get criticism. And that's the way sports is. I thought that was fair. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. That's, that's a- why I love listening to him talk. He He's really always is. got very insightful things to say yeah. that are like, well, yeah, yeah. but it's it's just so insightfully said. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. Like, I was I actually I was driving down the road. I was with William. William and I were driving yesterday. And he and, and, and Mari answered. He goes, well, you know in sports. And I was like, <laughs> Here we go, like <laughs> philosophy time. And then we're like, uh huh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good answer, good yeah. answer, Mark. He's he actually is pretty good when you really kind of listen he's to what he's saying. The best on if, that show, really good. If you know how to talk to him, right? I mean, like, 
If you ask him a yes or no answer, he's I mean, he's gonna say yes or no. Is and that so, a shot at me? It, it's not a it, shot it at you. It it's could, not a, it's it not a could shot. be a shot at Yeah, it's, for those that don't know, Nick did the first interview that Amari did when he got which, here. Which it's not a shot at you because how <laughs> could you talking how could you terrible. have possibly known? How it was could, terrible. How could yeah. you know like, you it don't made know money. That guy. Jerry Madeline made money off of that because he was like, Oh, okay. Oh no, Jerry was Jerry was Jerry was sitting and Jerry Madelon is our guy that kind of works with all of our talent. And he was very quick to be like, Hey, uh, I got some stuff I want to run by Nick. Don't want to don't want it to come off as too harsh, but uh, yeah, we got to talk about the Amari, the Amari interview. It was it was a rough one, but you don't know that until you interview That's what I'm him, saying. You and didn't then know you him. find out. Yeah, he's not the type where you can just kind of have a conversation with him. You got to give him a good point question, yeah. so he can give you well, a great. Good answer. interviewers know how to adjust in the moment. You know, what you you get what you, you see what. That's you're a getting shot. There no, and that, that, yeah, that's that is a shot. Hey, that is that's what you got to do in football too. You see what the other team is giving you, and then you adjust to what they're giving. <laughs> I've probably, I've probably told this story before, but I just love it. Uh, it was it was his first season. It was he got traded. They made the playoffs, and like when the playoffs come around, you know, all these slappies start showing up, like people who haven't covered the team yeah. all year. The local news station sends their non-sports reporters out to do, like, human interest stories. Columnists. Columnists. Yeah. Just all kinds of people that haven't been around show up mm-hmm. for the playoffs. And somebody, they were trying to get that juicy soundbite, and they just didn't know Amari. And they were like, when did you feel like a cowboy? Like, when was the first <laughs> time you felt like a cow? And, like, he just kind of stood there and, like, thought about it. He was like... I guess, like, when they called me and told me I got traded, I guess. Like, I just, it was the it was the worst answer. You're it's not, not Amari's fault. You're not gonna, yeah. It was fantastic. I, and I'm just over here, like, dying, laughing, listening to it. Oh, I'm sure it. all the beat reporters that have been around are yeah. looking at this guy, like, or girl, whoever. I don't was. remember who said it. I don't remember who asked the question. I just, I, it was fan, it was peak Amari Cooper. It was uh, great. That was my question. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. All right, let's get into some C or no. This one plays into Kelly Moore. Pretty simple question. Is Kellen Moore going to be here next year? C. Oh. C. Oh. <laughs> You're expecting something different? Yeah. I don't, I mean, uh, oh. I, I don't, you, yeah, you didn't answer. I, I guess C. I don't know. I mean, he's, he, he's going to, I don't know how many jobs are going to be open. I mean, right now there's two Probably three. on average, you're going to have it's five, eight, it's six. six to eight, yeah. depending on the year. Yeah, it's tough to go from pro to college unless you sit out a year or you leave your team high and dry in December. Yeah, so it's not like you can go to a college job. Yeah, I don't think college is probably okay. going to be think all the college openings are filled, right? No. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why you know, it's done quicker. I just got to be Bobby Petrino to just, just say, like, <laughs> peace out, unless they just, peace. unless which they could, but unless they like catch fire during the playoffs, it's just it's been so herky jerky the second half of the year, yeah. And I know that's not – they're not going to hire you based off the strength of your last eight games. It's your overall resume. But I don't know. I just – I don't know. I feel like his star is kind of diminished a little bit here. I agree. Yeah. Well, but I last year there was still like – there was already some noise being created. I know every year it's different. You, mm-hmm. Like you said, it depends what's vacant at the moment. But, you yeah. know, when you start hearing something from the year before, it, it kind of – makes you think that it's eventually going to happen. And, yeah, and he's going to have to, you know, take what Dave just said. But then you can kind of, you know, go in there and you'll you'll have this you know, personality that will just knock their socks off and all that. And if he, if he does that, 
that's something that he does a great job. I'll, I'll take him to Vegas to play poker because I, that's <laughs> not what I see out of him. If he's got that in him, fine. You know, I, I think he's 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 got a better personality than he shows when he talks to the media. But I, yeah, not just light the room up like just yeah. the most gregarious guy in the world. Yeah. yeah, and I also think too when you have a younger guy, younger coach. Uh, who has inconsistent results, I think that probably gives, I would think if it were me making the decision, it would give me pause. Uh, it's one thing when you have years of watching him do it and there may be some inconsistency, then maybe you can give mm-hmm. him the benefit of the doubt that there were circumstances that led to that. I don't know that he has enough um, enough history f- for me if I were making the decision. I don't know if I have enough history of him uh, as, a, as a play caller, as an offensive coordinator to say, I think... You know, I, I, I'm certain that he can handle this. He's ready for this. But, uh, I just don't know. But you go, you go to the playoffs and you you score 37 points in a you know against Arizona or whatever, and you, the, the offense is rolling and all that stuff. Go to Green Bay, do whatever you're going to do in Green Bay. Get score some you know some points there, maybe win the game. If you did that, I mean, definitely get tired. You, think? you go beat Green Bay in an offense, in, oh, and, if, and it's a game I, where the offense. Said, is yeah, yeah, beat them. Maybe it changes the narrative. The yeah. thing yeah. that I when I think about Kellen, I just think about um, the one thing that gives me pause is a job where they need you to develop a young quarterback because he's done that. I, mean, I don't know how much credit you want to give him for developing Dak into what he is now, but he's been there for his whole career. He was there as a teammate, quarterbacks coach. He got hurt for him. He did. Yeah, I mean he. He launched Dak's career in a way. But, he, I mean, so if Kellen can go into – and, I mean, the Jacksonville job is open. He did not want to talk about whether or not he's going to talk to them at all. Um, but so he might interview there. Chicago seems like a likely opening where there's a young quarterback in need of development. So if he could go into a situation like that and say, this is what I did for Dak Prescott, the fourth-round pick. Think about what I can do for your first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Can I play yeah. see or no real quick? And we don't need to go into de- detail on this. Just see or no. If he leaves, is the next offensive coordinator already on the see, staff? I think so. See. Okay. I don't think, and I, I bet you're going to ask us about Dan too, maybe. Let's go. But if either one of them leaves, I think they promote on this staff. Okay. That's my guess. I can believe that. I can buy that too. I mean, I don't know though. I don't really know this staff well enough if you if jason Jason garrett was here i would be like oh Uh, yeah (laughs) you promoting house all the time i'll call my i'll call my shot right now if kellen leaves i think doug nussmeyer is your oc next year if dan quinn leaves i think joe witt is your dc joe witt said during the bye week that one of his two dream jobs as a young coach was to be the cowboys dc and he's Dan Quinn talked about him yesterday. Like he's the guy. Not that Dan doesn't have a role in it, but like Joe Witt is the architect of what they're doing in coverage and calling that stuff and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. that just makes sense. He to could me. also be the DC for Dan Quinn if Dan Quinn gets that's a true. Coaching job. That's a good yeah. point. But does that guy have Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's... you're still trying to look at what's going to give you the best chance to keep advancing. Yeah. And you look at this defensive roster, and you're like, "Hey, are y'all bringing I... back Gregory?" And if they are, then they're like, ah, "I don't kind of want to stay." I don't think it would be Nussmeier. I think it would be Joe Judge. If I had to guess. Well. What? Something? I got Joe something. Oh, Judge. <laughs> Mike, what's his name? Why would you do that? What? What? Really, Joe Judge? 
What's his name? I'm talking about the Giants head coach. Yeah. Not Judge. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, Ben McAdoo. McAdoo. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, Joe wrong. Judge. I, I thought he was making a joke. I'm like, what are we like, talking, about? talking about? Uh, Giants, I don't know. You're saying he's going to get fired. You're saying the Cowboys yeah, are going to hire him. There's a lot okay. of stuff happening. So Mac- those giant coaches that can't win over there, that, they're all good. I'm talking about McAdoo. Sorry. Ah, okay. Ben McAdoo. McAdoo would make sense. That would not surprise me. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Judge McAdoo. Yeah. Right, you're like, well, you know something I don't know? I'm right. like, what are you? Okay. Anyway. You, you mentioned Randy Gregory and Micah Parsons. Yeah. So if um, we know Randy Gregory is going to be a free agent, if he walks away and doesn't make it back Please, here in the, no. on the roster, should the Cowboys move Micah Parsons to be no. the offensive end full-time? No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'll just keep saying it until one of them answers. I asked. I asked Stephen <laughs> Jones. It is for me. It is. I asked Stephen Jones this question yesterday. Yeah. I, I said, Micah went out there and said, if I, you know, if I got all the snaps, I'd be eighteen to twenty sack guy. I go, if you really believe that, is that is that hard to say? Man, I'm leave, we're leaving this on the table. Yeah. And he was like, he thinks that his versatility for the and the, to disguise all that from a uh, is for a quarter, quarterback is tougher. And that's the reason why he's got so much success that way. Yeah. But I'd take that equation out off the table. Don't let Randy walk. Yeah. I, you, you stood yeah, by, that's in you your control, by, by the way. For many years when a lot mm-hmm. of people said a lot of people said that you probably shouldn't have <laughs> yeah. because he didn't deserve it. People have said that. So you got and, and they stood by him. So now so he could benefit, one day yeah. he could just blow up and really be really good and then you can let him walk. I really, no. I, Randy can't let him walk. Randy's staying. I don't you have to. I, keep I, him. You gotta. Keep I don't know how it works out. They might have to tag him. I think he wants to be here, and I like. And again, that the whole hometown discount thing is largely BS. Sure. I mean, you gotta, you gotta make a respectable offer. He's not yeah. going to sign for pennies on the dollar. But I think Randy wants to be here. I think they want Randy here. I think the, all of the history there doesn't that matters. I just they'll figure it out. Yeah. But also just. No, you you can scheme to you can scheme to take even the best defensive end in the game away if you're hell bent on doing it. You can't take a guy who plays every position on the field away. Can't. It's it, awesome. Yeah. Here's the part that I, I would, want him breaking up passes twenty yards downfield, mm-hmm. three snaps after getting a sack. Yep. Yeah. This is this is why I paused is because at this point in his career, I'm not sure you're going to get a full seventeen games out of Demarcus Lawrence. So if you mm. don't have Randy Gregory and you're missing Lawrence for whatever period of time you lose him. How much longer does he have? Demarcus? Yeah. Oh, on his deal? I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit. Years, a lot. Three, four years? Yeah, because he wasn't not only, when he Not only signed. is it at least like three years, but they've also moved the money around. Plus, yeah. like, so, so you can't just get rid of him. Like, well, and I know this, nor should they. I, I think Demarcus Lawrence is still a very, very productive player for him. I just think you, it's the same thing as Tyron. Yeah. Both of them very productive. You would be fooling yourself if you think you're going to go into a season and you feel really sure you're going to get 17 games. So I think you have to plan with that contingency that there may be games that we have to play without them. And that's where I start saying, man, if I don't have either one of them for certain games, I want two years. I want two more. Two more well, years. Oh, okay. no, no, I mean, he's got uh, three more years. Oh, okay. There we go. But two more years before you can get so. away affordably I mean, before it makes sense it yeah. says potential out 2022 but like yeah they they can do it in 2022 it's not going to be the most cost effective no i mean world. his his uh his cap hit 27 million 
dead cap would be 19 million in dead cap. No. I'd run this yeah. thing back with the guys I got on this defense. So I'm trying as if, much as I can to keep no. those core guys together. If he was just not giving you anything, yeah. maybe. But, I mean, with what we've seen from him since he came back, I don't get why you would want to pay $20 Is he million. the second best player on your defense? Uh, yeah. Second or third, yeah. Him, Randy, Micah. I was thinking Diggs. There's a guy who has 11 picks. I'm going to say, we, we, yeah, I, Diggs belongs in that conversation, yeah, too. Sure. Keep them all. Yeah. That's my yeah. point. Like, keep that core together, is my opinion. Yeah. I don't I don't think you let that core get away. Yeah, I don't know why you would pay Run it back, nineteen you know? million to not have him on your team. Yeah. yeah. When you could pay him twenty seven to help you. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. We still have time? Uh yeah, give yeah, me one more. Do it. See or no. This is the best Cowboys team we've seen in the twenty first century. God, that would have been so C. easy to answer I'll in say C. That would have been so easy to answer on November 1st. <laughs> <laughs> no, not so sure. I mean, mm. you know, I hate... Ooh, yeah. No, this team isn't better than the 07 team. I think it is. Really? No, I don't think so. I mean, that, that team was that team was 13-2 going into the last game and didn't have anything to play for. And uh, they ran the ball. They had two running backs that ran the ball really well. And Romo was moving around. They had, you know, they, they just didn't have... They didn't have that, that many lulls like this. I don't think that defense was nearly as good as this defense. Mm-hmm. And I think no. this offense, certainly at its best, is comparable. Now we can say how, you know, are they at their best? When, when, are they not, when are they at their best? Maybe they're not at their best anymore. Maybe they can't get that back. I tend to believe in the playoffs they'll get some of that back. I think they'll get back to being closer to that. Um, but I, I think when you just look across the entire team, offense and defense, I think this team is better. They are much more talented than they were in 2019, but since the bye week, they remind me of 2019, where I'm just like, I know it's in there. I know I know you're good. You, why can't you just show it on a consistent basis? Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they flabbergasted me. So uh, I can't say so because I just don't trust them. They haven't given me a reason to over the last, like, nine weeks. I don't think that they're better. They're, def- they're way more talented than 2014. But I trusted the 2014 team a lot more than this one, I think. Yeah. And, and, and those two teams I just talked about in 2007, 2014, they ran the football. DeMarco Murray ran the ball yeah. really, really well. He 1,800 yards. Player of the year, offensive yeah. player of the year in the NFL. Um, they, they could count on that. That's the thing. And that's, the, I think, the issue with this team right now. You just can't count on anything. Uh, you just don't know what you can Other count on. Other than defense. On. Can't you? You can, to a degree, I mean, which I hate to kill them for this. I was the one that said on Monday, I mean, they played well enough to win that game, but they didn't get a takeaway. And that's, I mean, they're living off of that all season. And if you don't get it, it can be part of the reason why you lose. At some point, you got to be able to rely on your offense. I I know. I know. In the NFL, you got to. And they're not, that's why they're not as balanced right now. So the defense, and and we say it, we said it, we used to say it about the offense the other way. The offense had to score 40, and if they only scored 25, Four last year, they probably weren't going to win. Mm-hmm. This year, the defense has got to not only play well like they did last week, but they got to get sacks and turnovers. See, last week they just played okay; it wasn't good enough to win. They got to get. That's why this team isn't seems scary because they're not balanced right now. We and who would have thought when the season yeah. started? Yeah, right. That this is what nobody we're crazy. Yeah, defense got to be perfect, I guess. Defense yeah. got to go out and do everything. What a stupid sport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We got some final questions for this crew, and then we will get predictions for this game. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
cold. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop has a lot of good stuff. Go yeah. there, Dallas Cowboys shop.dallascowboys.com. That was short. Welcome back to the final segment of the break. Live from the SWBC Morning Plugging. Studios at the Star. Go shop at DallasCowboys.com. Yeah, they got a lot of cool stuff over there. shop. Huh? They got a lot of cool stuff over there. Yeah, they do. They got yeah. stuff for the playoffs. They got stuff for – you can get, probably can get NFC East memorabilia. If you, want, if you want to get that. You yeah. Just want to walk around and be like, remember when we won the East? We could be the Houston Tigers. These days – <laughs> These days, wow. you gotta celebrate where you can. Hater, ah, saying you what? celebrate where you can. I just, I, and I get it. I mean, I just, I've never been one for the divisional gear. I don't yeah. know. I no. mean, I, I need, I need a bigger achievement. That's like. Okay. They the like the the matchup T-shirts, like like you or know game. Clemson LSU in the national title game. I'm like I'm not gonna buy this unless they win. Like I don't want to remember this. It's if all they about lose. it's all about perspective though. Like like my team played your team this year in football. Right. Okay. We finally won the game. Yep. We we they've been carrying around because they got this dang boot dro- trophy mm-hmm. and all these other trophies this year like like it's been the most the greatest season of all time even though it took an overtime win against a, a kid that had never played to get the boot but like if y'all would have won you don't you don't care about that you no, know what I mean like not at all and, and you're kind of the same way I don't know why but y'all used to be like if you guys finish ten and two and don't win the national championship it's like I don't, I don't care. But, but so was, it's all about back perspective. First years it's in, all huh? about perspective. Yeah. And so teams, you know, no, I, no, teams I, have banners in their stadium that say we won the division, and the Cowboys are lots like, of them. Yeah. I get that for sure. It's I, about perspective. Yeah. I, eh, even, 
I don't know. Even in the pros, I just, a div, you, you need to win the division. It's important. But how much do you care about that if you fall on your face in the playoffs? Like even even the Jags, you know, like even Jacksonville, they're like, yeah, OK, we won the South. Whatever. We got our asses kicked the next week. I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> when was that? No, I'm just, I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> okay, All right. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get some predictions. We've got about two minutes left in the show. Let's see what you guys think is going to happen this week. This week, Cowboys versus Eagles. Uh, there will be a snowball that hits the uh, bus. Have uh, you ever gotten hit by a snowball in Philly? As you're I walking hit by along? battery. You did get hit by battery. I, it hit my foot. It rolled into my foot. Oh. <laughs> it went, wow, right. that it story went from changed. I got, hit, then it yeah. went, I got hit in the foot, then it went to what kind of I really, I really, I really, my foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Gotta stop that yeah. my foot. Yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be on like the, you know, like victim unit here. Okay. But I'm just saying, the thing that was amazing about it, it like bounced into like, and you're like look, this is at the vet. And you're like, where did that come from? Like, that was a throw. And it's like, I mean, a little bit further could have hit somebody. I mean, it was a, that's amazing, like that that happened. Um, our bus has been, you know, obviously hit by eggs and stuff like yeah, that all the time. Yeah. Philly, um, Philly is the first place I remember the bus getting egged. Yeah, yeah. so under be, that bridge is where they. Right, as soon as you come from under that bridge, yeah, there'll be something oh, that's a heck flying. Of a throw, by the way, fl- yeah. there'll be something flying at the bus. Uh, there will be uh, birds flying, and when we go, um, when the bus goes in. Um, there'll be a lot of booze. Uh, oh, there'll be classless yeah, people right. there, and um, it'll be really cold. And this game will be one that Dave will look over to me and be like, "This game sucks." Why are we here? Yeah, and that, and then, and then we'll say that to Derek. He's like, "I tried to tell you. That's why I'm sitting at home, not even watching." So those are my predictions true. for the game. Yeah, I refuse to pick a winner. Just, we just no go. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Just say what happens. So, well, happen. all right. I, I thought about this, and this, Nick likes to make the off the wall predictions. Right. I usually don't, but I'm Kelvin Joseph is going to get his first career pick. There we go. I'll take that. Um, and we're going to add two names to the touchdown list. Is it at? It's still at nineteen. It's at nineteen. Yeah. Uh, Corey Clement hasn't scored a touchdown. Oh, right? that's a good one for Corey him. Clement scores his first Cowboy touchdown, and I'll throw in another one. Um, is your boy Blake playing this week. I don't know, but uh, he well, scored. he scored too. Yeah, oh, he yeah. has scored. Okay. Yeah, Blakey Blakey Jars has scored. Who else Blakey needs a Jars? Lukey Giff. Who who else needs a Tutty? <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'll say Sprinkle. I think I predicted that yeah, before. He should have. He should have had one by. Oh, so I mean, I want Mike in his own. I guess he can't do it no, this, he, this regular season. But I really like defensive him. touchdown is just a bold prediction. If I mean, I know a lot of guys have done it this year. Connor McGovern. You, you Come think on. they try to get him one? I mean, yeah, just give him the rock. Two, at some point. <laughs> two new guys are going to score touchdowns, okay. and Kelvin Joseph will get his first career pick. Rush and with the sneak? Maybe. I just we'll all we'll all be happy when it's over. That's that's, <laughs> that's my the main, prediction. My main prediction. <laughs> Amber, what you got? I have a feeling that just because they like to keep my heart rate kind of going, and get me upset from time to time. I have a feeling that this is going to be a game where, yes, it will be like we're happy it's over. But I have a feeling that even with all those backup guys going in and you're not really playing all your starters and all that, the Cowboys are going to lose this game. And me, even though me knowing that that's how they played the game, I'm going to be like, oh, great. This is how we're going into the playoffs. This is how we're starting the postseason, even though our starters didn't play. So, anyways... I don't know what's all going to happen, but I just know I'm going to be upset. 
<laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's fair. Given. I will say, also, uh, the, I think we talked about this, this this week. The last time they played kind of a BS finale after they'd already clinched the division was like one of the most thrilling games ever. I maybe we're all wrong. I hope it's as fun as that 2018 Giants game. Yeah. That was nuts. That was a good one. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that this game, even though I don't, I don't really know what the final will be. I think it will be dramatic at the end for some reason. Whatever happens, I think it's going to be kind of dramatic at the end. So I think it'll be a relatively decent watch. You know, you'll watch it. You're like, oh, that was fair to, you know, that was fun to watch for three hours. But, um, but at the end of the day, we all know at by the time the game's over, it kind of ceases to be important. It's going to be yeah. on to the playoffs, and and we'll be looking at what's going to happen next week. I think when you go back and look at this this season. You know, years from now or a couple years from now. I mean, I I think that there is a big difference, for some reason, between eleven and six and twelve and five. It's just twelve is always a number that's just yeah. Mean, that's a good number there. Six losses is and that's just that's a that's a lot of losses. You know, yeah. not a lot, but I mean, it's you know, and even though the goals are still the same, regardless, I think I think this has a a chance that to just have a better feel of the season. Undefeated in your division. I mean, it hasn't happened huge, since '98. Six and zero in the division. That's that's what you got to do. You got to win. Your, you know those those games. So I, I think it'll 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 be something. It, there are some things to play for, but you're just not going to go out of your way to risk things to do it. And with the weather being bad, weather's bad, and the Eagles the Eagles are always wacky when it comes to like two point conversions and McCarthy hasn't been afraid to do that either the score is going to be weird yeah score yeah. it'll be I guess, yeah. something silly like 26 to 22 I don't know it'll all I it's know is be bizarre Zerline better get back on track like the, he does not need to at this point miss kicks in this game maybe don't even let him try any but what if he doesn't <laughs> what if he misses a 42 yard field goal in in 14 degree weather and he, and he I mean, misses the kick I mean is that going to is that yeah, that's a problem. You don't I, know I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I do wonder. I, I do wonder if this this team is starting to get to a point where they're kind of like we may have to look for other people if if we if he continues to be inconsistent. And so I think if he goes out this week and he makes his kicks, then I think everything's good. If he misses some, then I do think that there's going to be at least some thought. Some thought like should we just out of just out of the the. Um, just because you got to do something, not that you're going to necessarily get a better result, but you got to do something, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys start thinking about it. I, I would be. Because, and how many times have we said this over the years? He's got a sponsor. Brian brought us. Special teams coach can carry a big stick. Yeah, but what and, happens when that sponsor is is repeatedly what he's saying? This guy's going to get it. He's going to be all right. He's gonna, he said and, it with his chest yesterday, and he doesn't. He's not all right. Like at some point, you lose that that ability to for that sponsor to have the kind of weight in the room when it comes to your name as as he did before. I would be surprised if they made that move. Yeah, I would be too. And the thing is. Why would you b- wait until literally the end of the regular season? And I get it. You you start preparing for playoffs yeah. and all that. But you've seen this trend happen throughout the season. So why wait so late for you to get a guy in? But what's the trend? What what is the trend? Like what you like you just talking about? Like what what have you really seen throughout the season? He's not necessarily a full guy. That's been fully consistent that you can one hundred thousand percent rely on. There's no kicker like that. 
There's no, there's no kicker in the league. Yeah, but he, but he's not even operating at. Let's let's be clear. Like we, we talked about in earlier a row this week. Before he missed, I know, but we talked about it earlier this week. He is 24th in the league in field goal percentage. So relative to other kickers, he's not consistent. Like he's not consistently making the kicks he should be making. Okay, it's okay. You can't get those guys. They're not available. You can't I, trade. The trade deadline's over. You I understand can't get that. Them. I understand. So all, you're gonna get somebody else that's that's down here because he sucked before. All I'm saying is we've seen it happen here before. We've seen it happen around the NFL. There gets a point where a guy is missing so much to where even though we know what's on the on the like out in the street right now, we know that's not going to be great. Yeah. It just gets to a point where you're like, we got to do something because we can't trust right now. Well, he, to me, he's three misses away from that. But, okay. but I mean, he's nowhere close to we got to do something. I just and I'm not saying that. What, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I do think that they're probably. There's probably going to be some eyebrows raising if yeah. he misses again in this game. Like I just think that he needs to get on another one of those eleven kick runs and and yeah. make everybody feel a little more comfortable. What's then going what on? What you said then? If, uh, then I'm I'm probably not letting him do it then. On, I, I'm not you just don't him, you don't let him kick no, at all. I'm, no. I'm not being not, not if the weather's like this. If we, if we no. know how it is in Philly, yeah. And especially that I, I wouldn't. I'm not being yard field goal. I'm not being funny at all. Like. I mean, sure, they might play in Lambeau Field, but you can't count on that. All I know is for sure next week they're going to be playing indoors. Why am I trying to mess with his confidence by having him go out there and try and ridiculous kicks in 10-degree weather with the wind blowing at the link at night? No way. There is way. no wind, though. It, this this game's supposed to be two, two mile-power winds. I, whatever. I still wouldn't do <laughs> I mean, it. I wind's still, not going to be an issue. I, was, I, I mean, extra points so and I'm going to send you in. a picture on the sideline with my press pass just flying. All right, I'm just saying, like, that's what, that's what the weather report yeah. says. It's supposed to be no wind. So They're so accurate. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Whatever, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with his head. All right. No, again, no field goals for either team. We're going for two every time. I'm serious. That's just the principle. Like everybody's going to go for two. Final score. Just, there will be an 18. twenty to eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> yes. God. You guys are gross. No, it is. It is. It, is. it, is. it really this. is gross. It is gross. I, I was. I was thinking that earlier. I was like, "There's going to be an eighteen in this game." All right. Eighteen. I just want him to make his kicks. It will make me feel better. Let's just put it like that. It will make me feel better if he can make some kicks this week. So, I, I. I mean, we. I know we need to end the show. I just. Why did? Why will it make you feel better? It's just because, like right now, I don't feel great about the kicker. I just want to make some kicks so I feel better. But that's it. To he Nick's, made eleven in a row. And to Nick, yeah, that kick he made. And, then and all I felt. You don't. By feel the way, good. by the way, during that eleven, those eleven kicks, I was like, okay, our kicker's starting to get it together. I started to feel more confident. Then he missed, and I was like, huh? And then he missed, and then it's like it keeps happening. Like he he's had these moments in the season where he's just right. inconsistent. Kickers are like teenagers. Like you think that they're good, and then all of a sudden they do something. This? They just do something. And you're like, what? All right, I, I thought you were. I thought it was different than that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't think there's. You, you can't rely on the kicker one thousand percent. Like, yeah, there are no one thousand percent kickers. Yes, uh, Who? There's one. Well, hook him, baby. There we go. I don't know. Last game, I was, I saw him. Last game, he kicked in front of me. He missed. At the time, last year, thirty-eight yards. Dan Bailey, I would. Yeah, he probably hasn't trust him with my eyes closed. (laughs) Yeah, that was during his prime. It's a long time ago. During his prime, yeah. Well, he's on the street. If you want, and then he got, and then he got to this point too, where he was spraying all over the place. He's out there. You want him? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I mean, what? I years mean, go by, and then you move on. You, I mean, that's what happens. That's the cycle of life. AG's hey, over here talking like it's an ex, you know? <laughs> put, put on some Adele and watch Dan Bailey. <laughs> I was a big Dan Bailey supporter. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, guys, man. We appreciate so y'all joining us. Shanks, and then you're like, out. <laughs> <laughs>
We appreciate y'all joining us. Next time we're on the air, we will be talking playoff football. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?